You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And Jim, it's sort of like uh, I say about the Dan and Dave show. Uh, uh, this is a classic car on America's Web Radio because nobody else would have us. You know. But that, that's not true. Other, we, this show is very, very good. I, uh, our numbers, our podcast numbers are absolutely incredible. Good. And uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Passport Transport, uh, Ed Watts. They have been great, very loyal. Um, same way with uh, J.C. Taylor. Bob Wallace has been here since absolutely the start, and uh, I want to thank them and thank the folks that tune in. I also want to mention one other quick thing uh, as we go into Election Day, and uh, this is going to be very interesting. I don't know, you know, who knows where it's going, but we started a new show yesterday with Skip Coriel. He is a uh, nationally known concealed weapon expert, but his show is called Home Defense. It's going to be every Friday at uh, 12 noon, and then obviously we'll podcast it and people can pick it up anytime they want to. But um, Skip is an interesting gentleman. He has seven kids. Uh, Other than to buy toothpaste, they don't go to a grocery store. I remember um, you telling me he lives in the upper Midwest. Yeah, in Michigan. And, uh, um, you know, he'll be out bow hunting or deer hunting or, you know, whatever, yeah. rifle, whatever. And uh, then they grow all their own food as far as the vegetables and all that and store it. So his show is going to be based around, uh, just as we say, home defense. Doesn't mean anything as far as... We're not trying to imply or we're not trying to be conspiracy theorists. But, you know, home defense is if a tornado hits well, your home, if, yeah. a, mm-hmm. uh, you know, flood hits your home or whatever. Hey, there's there's companies that advertise on the radio right now about uh, stocking up on supplies and they, Absolutely. they give you this stuff. So, so anyway, uh, yeah, well. it, it's going to be a great show, and we appreciate Skip. We appreciate all of our sponsors, like I said, Passport Transport and uh, J.C. Taylor for this show. And uh, we're missing somebody. Yeah, the Bro Cream Kid. He is. He's, uh, he's uh, styling this week. Is he's, this? Uh, is this? Is he an MIA? He's not MIA. He's. Uh, how do I put it? He's in Hilton Head with his brass car. Playing with the Brass Car Boys. Ah. They're at the uh, Hilton Head Concour, and then the Horseless Carriage Club has their Brass Car Tour, the White Glove Tour, as I call it, through some of the southern plantations and things, Savannah and, and Hilton Head and all down in there. With uh, And I bet his beautiful wife is all dialed out as yeah, a yep. southern belle. She, she knows how to dress in that period, and she even gets him... Some duds, as he, we used he, to call them. He wears a dress, then? No, no. <laughs> Maybe he could be Aunt your mama or something. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. He's, uh, he's, so he's enjoying it. Last week, of course, we missed him, too. Uh, we did? It, well, I did. We had oh. Fred Simeon on, and uh, Steve and Fred, the last time we had uh, Fred on, uh, they had quite a conversation about American underslungs. You know, uh, I, I, I've said this before, and I'm on the I'm on the low end of the totem pole and and the outskirts of the classic car show business, so forth. But um, the people are so nice, and Fred yes. Simeon, Doctor Simeon, 
is just was so so nice. And he always and I can call him any time, and you'd think I I, I would be calling the White House or no uh, calling <laughs> no, something. Please but, don't. <laughs> uh, just the folks involved yeah. in in this yeah. oh, are yes. so nice. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and here, here's the thing. It's like Steve and Brenda go on the tours, and they go on AACA tours and horseless carriage tours with the brass car. But the AACA spectrum is 25 years old and older cars, so you've got some fairly modern cars in there now. But a lot lot of people don't realize is it's not only antiques and classics, the hot rods families, they go on tours. Some of them take these cars 2,500, 3,000 miles and they stop and visit museums, the same museums we talk to, or they stop and visit people that supply them with the components to build their hot rods. And then you've got the guys that have the multi-million dollar sports cars and then the guys like me with the little Alpha Juliettas and, and they have like the Colorado Grand and the uh, California Mille, and of course, the beautiful thing about those is that you have technicians backing you up if you've got an issue with one of these old cars. I don't care whether it's a sports car or a hot rod, or a classic car, or an antique car or a brass car. Every once in a while, you got a breakdown. Let me ask you something. I just thought of. Uh, you were talking about the, the variety of cars within the classic, and I use air quotes right. for this, classic car. And and we've talked, our thing has been to talk about the, the hobby and is it dying and, and getting everybody, you know, getting kids involved and so right. forth. But let me ask, we've also just sort of brushed by, and, and this is not an area that you and, and Steve are, Particularly, I don't want to say verse. I, I, you know, maybe that's not the right word. But in talking to our museum, some of them also feature motorcycles, right? And then we've also talked to a couple of truck museums to save the quote unquote classic hobby, motor hobby, if you want to. Right. Do you think there'll ever be a time that there'll be more merging of the? The classic cars, the classic motorcycles, the classic trucks. There, there, we see some of that with the pickups, but yeah. I'm talking about the old 18 wheelers, the yeah. the old reefers. You know, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, there, there is a special group of those that have 18 wheelers, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine belongs. And, to and that. even buses are in there yeah. somewhere. Yeah, but here's the crazy one. How about the funeral cars? There's guys Must, at our age. I don't uh, think that's well, a topic no, we no, need to be my, bringing my up. My point is, there's a collection, a, a, a club of hearses and flower cars, hmm. and there's also a collection or a group of people that do fire engines. It's isn't it what? It's the guy in Florida that has the uh, Lincoln hearse. We talked to him. He has a museum. God, I can't think oh, of his name. Yeah, yeah. You talk about. I had a hard enough time remembering Bill Warner because I want to yeah. talk about his book on Cuban cars. But uh, but you know, uh, we, yeah, I we, know who you're talking about. We we interviewed yeah. him, and I can't think of the uh, in Fort Lauderdale. I can't. 
Yeah. No, I don't. Is it? Well, we did Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, but, but I we don't did think a guy it's a, over in Naples too. Didn't or Tal- we? And he's in Tallahassee. Tallahassee. This guy's in Tallahassee. Yeah. And I his museum and and he has the Lincoln Hearst. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, Henny was the coach builder of the hearses uh, out of Cincinnati, I believe, and uh, they. Uh, I don't know if they still build them or not, but. I can remember. I, I tell you now, this is as long as we're talking Marvin oh, and Hearst and oh, Flower. Oh, oh, you know, another and, and this may be. Talk, I don't know that there is, but many many years, many years ago, like I hate to say this, but it starts with a four and yeah has a couple of digits after it. Years yeah. ago, yeah, yours truly was was an EMT. Yeah, and uh, you know our. Actually, it was more like we were practicing first aid more than we were what what an EMT will do today. Exactly. And uh, our <laughs> our ambulances back then consisted of oxygen and and speed. Get them to the hospital <laughs> yeah. as quick as you can. You know. No defibrillator um, and no. Oh no no, and we we could bag IVs. them. We, we did have a bag. Uh, we you? could we could bag them, but. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean body bags. No, but I know what you resuscitate. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, we were very limited. Fortunately, where where I was, we were only probably eight to ten minutes away from the closest hospital. Yep. And that was good for the patients more so than you know. But then you go to today, and I get in the back of an ambulance and see the equipment that they have and what they can do and. Um, with the with the exception of surgery, it's incredible what they yeah, can do, right? And and the and what the ambulance has and and is available to them. So I guess my question is, uh, I don't know, is there a collection of ambulances? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's all part of the fire and rescue group. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, yeah. And well, then, but let's talk about tractors. You got guys that collect tractors. I know. Yeah, yeah. old farm equipment. Yeah. Yeah, and the old threshers. Yeah. All that. It's incredible. But the uh, car hobby, is the, the, to me, you, I, I know you can go to a Concord, you can go to a car show and get your car judged, but to me the hobby is the tours mm-hmm. where you get in the cars and you go and you drive them and enjoy them. And then after you've done that, you go see a site. Or, and then you get back in your car and drive it and enjoy it. There is a whole group of people, though, that do nothing but prepare their cars for the high-level car shows like Amelia and Pebble. And hopefully Atlanta one of these days because we had that beautiful Concord out of Chateau Alain. And, uh, I mean, they're all over. Hilton Head's going on right now. There's, there's a, a lot of Concours, and people prepare their cars for them. Boca Raton's another one. And I'm only naming East Coast, but Porsche's got a big one for the old 356s at Dana Point every year and draws a huge crowd. It's, um, well, you know, I'd be interested, and maybe we'll talk to, maybe we'll talk to Steve. We'll talk to Steve when he gets back, eventually. But Hilton had... And it might be because of the time of the year that it would be down, but I'd be interested in how many young folks are showing up at the concourse. Yeah, that's that's it's 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 a great hobby. 
not graying. It's gray. <laughs> Just about everybody has blue gray hair. <laughs> yeah, I know, but blue hair. <laughs> yeah, well, I, and all meals are served before five p.m. <laughs> oh, those are blue plate specials. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a meat and three. <laughs> Well, which is a southern tradition. We've we've got to get we got to get kids in this hobby. And uh, yeah. um, grandparents, if you're listening, get your grandkids involved. Some way, drag them, torture them, do whatever it takes. Time to the just invite steering them. wheel, or just invite them. Yeah. Um, and it, go with them to the museum and explain what that thing is yeah, there and yeah. why it has three pedals or four pedals or whatever. Well, that's like I, I, when we were on with Fred last week and we were talking about driver's head and stuff. And mm-hmm. We had a carjacking in Atlanta and the person couldn't drive a stick so yeah. they didn't carjack the car. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, that's a little sick humor, but my point is... Yeah, we got to get them out and See, educate them. <laughs> my side of that fence is I can barely drive the new cars. Uh, they got stuff on them that I ain't never seen something like that. You just start it by pushing that button? Yeah, well, let me tell you something. Sometimes, and this hat just happened, someone got in a car with the little key sensor that was programmed to of the same wavelength as the key sensor and it immobilized the car yeah yeah in other words it's a million to one long shot and 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 and, and they'll tell you you can't do it just like they'll say you can't hack a car but look at all the chrysler products have been hacked yeah yeah. but my point is uh there's we may have outsmarted ourselves. Yeah, yeah, and you, you really have to let it sit. They they say you're supposed to hold your key fob right up against the button, but if the person's around you and you don't know this is what's going on, and then the next fix to it is to go take the battery cable off. So, welcome, and it just kind of reprograms or re does everything. And then uh, you can start the car. So. Uh, I, if I had to reprogram everything that took me days and days to figure out, well, you know, I'd read it, I'd see it on the screen, and then I'd screw it up and get to do it again. <laughs> I'm just trying to. Well, if I, if I had to redo it, I'd yeah. shoot myself. That's just like my friend with the five series BMW, a fairly recent one. He couldn't find the battery. It's in the left rear quarter panel. You know, you know what? This is Literally. terrible. I I haven't looked under the hood. You of, need to pop the hood on my you. new car. Yeah. I have no. Yes. I, I, I you know I popped the hood on my old new car and I didn't know what all that stuff was. So well, and it's getting worse. And it, I'm sure it's getting. Uh, we got to take a break. And uh, again, we want to thank Passport Transport for being a sponsor and JC Taylor, folks. We'll be back right after this. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. 
Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby, the first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind, Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Obamacare is failing. We all know that, but you need to know why and what you can do to get us back on the right track. Visit us at ObamacareWatch.org. This is Grace Marie Turner of the Galen Institute. Join us at ObamacareWatch.org. This is America's WebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. You know, another thing, David, that we were talking about uh, when we were talking about children and, and getting children involved I uh, you know there's a lot of these kids games on now that have car racing and stuff unfortunately some of them have wrecks but maybe some of those games could also attract some of the children and uh, get them to uh, come to some of these events and you know start a little interest the thing I like about AACA is they have a youth program, and uh, one of the um, insurance companies, I believe, has a youth program now, too, and, and some restoration programs. So that could spurn some more interest in it if people find out what's going on there. And we could also... How do you know? We talked about doing museums, and we weren't really able to uh, get a lot of the museums to get involved in this. But to you know, for grandparents to bring children to a show or bring them to a museum. But I, I think it's going to take a lot of hard work and a lot of time and just encouragement from everybody on our side of it. Um, I mentioned one other thing, also. I want to talk to uh, Bill Warner, and I'd like to get him on because his Cars in Cuba show is very good, or his, his Cars in Cuba book is very good, and I think we ought to get him on and have him tell a story about he and Tom Cotter going over to Cuba and putting the book together. So give it some thought, and uh, we ought to get a hold of Bill. We, are we, we have Chris on? Chris is on the air. Oh, good morning, Chris. 
Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, I got to get my notes from David. He just borrowed my notes, so I I can't. I, there you are. One of these. Hey, bear with me a minute. Sure. Okay. So Chris, you, how, Chris, how you doing? This is David. I'm doing well. Yeah. Good. Thank you uh, for being on today. And uh, uh, the library is doing lots of stuff. Yes. Yeah. And we're, we're busy. Yeah, absolutely, we're busy. <laughs> and are you, are you building a new building? Did I hear that right from Steve? You know Steve Ronaldo, my partner. Yeah. Everybody knows Steve. Everybody knows Steve, and, and thanks for having me on during a week when he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, can we quote you on that? Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll get a kick out of that, I'm sure. Oh, he will. Yeah, yeah. he'll feel good about that. And uh, you did say the check was in the mail, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, he's at Hilton Head having fun yeah. with the brass car. So yeah. <laughs> he, he has more fun in life than most people deserve or should have. Somebody has to. Yeah. So you're expanding. I know you're getting collections. and But are, are you moving into a new building? Did I read that? Because I get Speedster. I've been a member for years, too. And what, yeah. What's um, the evolution now? What's going on? Right now, um, we are at maximum capacity at the library. Uh, we have over a million items in our collection. We house 13 special collections here in the building. So... We are we're maxed out with what we have here. So right now we're, uh, I guess, kicking the can around. What can we do? Do we expand here? Do we build somewhere else? Uh, but the fact of the matter is we need a bigger library. So um, in the next maybe six months to a year, we're going to know more. So there's an opportunity to have me on down on your show oh, down the road hey, if you'd we, like. We, um, we like to uh, because... What a lot of people don't realize is that you're accessible, and authenticity seems to be one of the big things today, and you've got the information in your library that I'm sure can help many people in a restoration of a car. Sure. Let's, uh, um, let, let me kind of ask just a couple things. You said 13 collections. Now, can you kind of give me an overview of the 13? I know we're, we're going to talk about Don O'Reilly's Speed Age uh, magazine collection, but I think you got a, a couple of clubs that donated their libraries to you, too, if I remember. Yeah, yeah. Those uh, Now, they didn't donate the, their collection to us. The clubs still maintain ownership of their collection, but they house it here. Okay. A facility that's staffed by professional librarians. Um, right security cameras you know the whole nine yards proper storage proper excuse me proper storage conditions for paper mm-hmm. uh, the clubs range anywhere from the Buick Heritage Alliance and Pierce Arrow Society to uh, Lincoln Motor Car Foundation and the Museum of Bus Transportation so it's, it's really diverse and uh, it's, it's a win-win because we fill up our shelves and you know the clubs get it out of a member's basement or attic right Right, and as you say, it's environmentally friendly, uh, especially for the old paper. And I guess what acid was a problem with that, wasn't it? Yeah, the browning yeah. and especially with uh, early magazines, you know, the pulp paper that they used right. wasn't. They sure didn't think that their publications were going to be sitting on a shelf a hundred years later. So, depending on the publication, you know, when we pull something out, we always leave a little trail of of page crumbs to, I guess, find Ooh. our way back to the shelf when it's time to put yeah. it away. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
Do you have any uh, uh, the foreign library collections or anything pertaining to that? No, nothing foreign as far as the special collections go. Um, within AACA's collection, we do collect uh, uh, foreign literature. Mm-hmm. Okay. A- as an AACA member, what am I entitled to at the library? Well, as an AACA member, you're entitled to an hour and a half of free remote research each year. So uh, what remote research is is as simple as a phone call or an email. You could write us a letter, and then we won't charge you our research fee. After an hour and a half, you're subject to our regular research fee of $30 an hour. Um, our, I will make note that our library is not open exclusively to AACA members. Anybody can walk in off the street. Anybody can contact contact us the way I, I mentioned. Uh, we're here, and we are here to help. If you come in and you're here on site, everything is free with the exception of uh, photocopies. Chris, Chris, I know that you've listened to almost all of our shows over the years, and, and I guess at some point we should be a part of the We should be the audio part of the library, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, both Steve and Jim qualify for antiques, so, you know, we would, we well. would fit right in there. But let me seriously. I, I do want to ask a question. I I have no idea at all of what the library might be worth today, and all of the different uh, material that you all have in the collection. But what's it going to be worth tomorrow if you don't have young people involved and and us old folks that are dying off, the ones that are probably using the library more than anybody else. Where are you all going to be if, if you don't have a, a massive influx of young people interested in the hobby? Um, well, I guess, you know, we could always put our head in the sand and say that, that the hobby is always going to be around, but uh, naturally we have to be pretty proactive about how we get people involved. So whether that's getting your grandkid to a show or even the neighbor down down the street to a show, um, you know, that's that's one piece of the puzzle. Here at the library, we... We reach out to uh, universities that have restoration programs. Um, it was, it's been cool to have uh, kids who are in these programs come to the library, and at first they're, they're completely uh, disengaged, disinterested in what they see at the library. But then once I give them a tour and their hands get dirty when they touch pieces of, uh, you know, 100-year-old paper uh, by the end of their tour, they're they're yelling to each other. Look at this! Check this out! And running around the library. Um, another <laughs> thing that we're doing here at the library specifically is we've just started a, a antique video game collection. So you know everybody's got the latest video games on their phone, or you know the latest PlayStation or Xbox. Uh, we're <laughs> we're kind of sticking to our roots with the, the antique theme and building up a, a video game collection. So. We have Atari, we have uh, a Nintendo, we have some Sega games, and we just started building this just a couple months ago, but we have a feeling that uh, once word gets out about this special collection that uh, more young people will be interested in it than, uh, say, our, our older members. Explain what, what you mean by collection. Are you equipment and, and the games, or what, what are you... Uh, as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, oh... The closet in the guest room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where I sit, we uh, I oversee the lo- the lobby of the library, and uh, the video game collection is in the lobby. 
So we have a, a big screen TV, and right now there are three consoles hooked up to that that uh, television. So if you want to play an Atari game, if you want to play Pole Position, uh, you can play that. Then if you want to jump over to uh, a Nintendo racing game, Rad Racer or uh, Outrun, I think was one of the more popular titles. Uh, that's available for you as well. So we're not we're not hiding it. It's definitely available. Uh, anybody who walks in can can have as much fun as they want and relive some of the glory days, we'll say. <laughs> uh, uh, David, what uh, Chris is telling you is he's a kid. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's right there with all of them. And he might have uh, identified his age. Just <laughs> well, look, at the, look at his videos. Yeah. He's a kid to us. <laughs> yeah, well, my, my guys came to my guys, uh, Matt and Mike, they, they sort of came to me with the idea of the video game collection, and my first thought was, we need to uh, rationalize why we're playing video games while we're on the clock. So. <laughs> Everybody yeah. who's heard about the collection seems to support it. Yeah, Mr. Moskowitz might come in there and <laughs> yeah. raise an eyebrow or two. Yeah. Um, I, well, first of all, we're going to have to take a break. But when I come back, I want to talk to you because before your involvement in the expansion of this, and I'm going back 25, 30 years, the only place we could go for any source material was the Detroit Free Public Library. Mm-hmm. So when I get back, I want to visit with you about that and, uh, the, you know, the comparison with the AACA library. So we're off for a break right now. Stay okay. with us. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. This is Skip Coriel, host of the Home Defense Show on America's Web Radio. Join me every week for a full hour of all the best and latest information on how you can get the skills and equipment you need to protect the ones that you love. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Okay. Well, we were talking about libraries, but something kind of sparked the three of us when uh, we took our little break there. 
and we had talked to Chris about access to the library, and it's free, and if you're an AACA member, any of the research, uh, first hour and a half, I believe, is, is free, but the AACA membership is only $35 a year. And when you think about that, that is tremendous value alone just doing an hour and a half worth of research. Now, let's go to phase two. Chris, there's about, what, 75,000 members in the club now? I think the number is uh, closer to 60,000. 60,000, okay. And you want to expand the library, or you not only want to, you're going to need to expand the library. And as a bunch of us old geezers get older... And our wives start saying, you know, you got to start thinking about getting rid of all your books and your collection of stuff, and uh, I'm sure you're going to have a bunch of donations. Yeah. And you have no place to house it. So let, let's talk about fundraising or what it's going to take to put an addition on or, or, or move to a bigger building. Can you give us a little insight into that? Sure. Um, well, the first thing I'll say is that every little bit counts, whether it's $2, $200, or anything beyond that, uh, it's all greatly appreciated and will be put towards a good use. And tax-deductible, right? Yeah, we're a 501c3, so yeah, fully tax-deductible contribution there. Um, we, uh, You mentioned about uh, people passing away and then their families stuck with their stuck, quote-unquote. Yes, uh, well, that's with, it. With literature collections or, or vehicle collections, and... Um, so many times we hear of people who, the people, the family that was that was still living just had no idea what to do with material, so it, it literally ends up thrown away. Yeah, the so dumpster comes in the driveway. Yeah, yeah, and all it takes is a little bit of planning. We are always, uh, always appreciative of any collection, even even though I say that we're uh, filled to maximum capacity of you know any literature collection that comes our way, we'll find a we'll find a. A use for it. Usually, when it's duplicate material, we sell it on uh, eBay or through our literature sales that we have here at the library. So, uh, like I said, every donation, whether it's five dollars uh, or a literature collection, it, it goes to a good cause. Okay, that and you did point out one thing that you were able to raise money with selling the duplicates, which I think is an excellent idea. Um, I, also, as we started in. To talking to you about auto libraries, and I mentioned the Detroit Free Public Library, but you, I believe, probably have the largest collection of automotive resources, don't you, throughout we, the United States? Uh, we, we are definitely one of the largest. Um, I like to say that we're the best. Maybe I have a little <laughs> bit of a bias there, uh, but uh, I'd stand behind our record any day of the week. Uh, there are definitely other large automotive collections throughout the country, to name a few. Philadelphia Public Library has a large collection. Uh, the Benton Ford Research Center in Dearborn has one, and then uh, Horseless Carriage Club has a library out in California. So um, we're spread across the country, um, but naturally I'll, I'll wave the flag for my library and say anytime you need help, reach out to us first. Okay. All right. Now, y your background, I assume you've got a master's in library science or an undergraduate? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went to uh, went to college and got an undergrad in history and sort of graduated and thought, what am I going to do with just a history degree? And one thing led to another, and I found my way into the library field. And you're a car guy besides that? Yeah, that's an added bonus. Yeah, so that, that makes things uh, work a whole lot easier. 
Chris, I, I want to get into, I, I was just having a thought, and I want to let you know I'll be calling you next week and expanding on this thought a little bit. Um, but I won't say myself, but this old guy that I'm doing the show with, Weber, he has one heck of a big uh, library, car library, and it's tons and tons of books that he's collected over the years. And and um, before he croaks, he wants to dispose of them, or, or maybe it's after he croaks and his, and his wife wants to dispose of <laughs> This is and, hypothetical. And, uh, yeah, and, and she realizes that she can't pack them in the box. They won't, won't fit, so he can't take them with. How do, okay, she gets a hold of you. How is it her responsibility to pay for the shipping to get all this up to you, or, or what? Well, what are the mechanics of getting it from California to you? Yeah, usually it all depends on what the collection is and whether I fly out and uh, organize it and get it shipped back home, or whether we have a, a AACA member who's in the area help out. Uh, you know, we, it's a case by case basis. We're, yeah. we're fortunate that our our club members are spread throughout the country, so we we kind of have our our web uh, is is pretty is pretty wide. So so then uh, then it, say it's uh, it's enough that it's going to cost a couple of thousand or a thousand dollars to ship it. Do yeah. you have donations for that, or or do I have to pay for it, or how does it? it? Again, it would all depend what it was. I, I would probably go out and take a look at it. How uh, you know that kind of leads into the, the Don O'Reilly collection where last right. year I flew out to Oregon and loaded a tractor-trailer truck and uh, we had to hire a tractor-trailer truck to uh, get that one sent back to the library. So, so even as far away as Oregon, we can get it here to Hershey. That's, that's incredible. But I, I, I want to, like I said, if you don't mind me calling you uh, Monday or Tuesday of next week, I, I've just had an idea that we might be able to work with one of our sponsors that uh, um, they might be able to, depending on where the where it was, uh, it might just work a, work out. And, and great, uh, Chris, if he gives you my home address, <laughs> ignore it. Okay. I'm giving you his <laughs> night number, too. <laughs> um, right. Expand on the, the Don O'Reilly collection for our listeners, because, you know, w- we have a real diverse body of people that listen to us or group of people so and sure. and i remember speed age and They're that deplor- was most of them are deplorable yeah <laughs> <laughs> we had to get that in you know yeah <laughs> so you know uh, don o'reilly kind of paralleled Don Peterson or Donald Peterson, and uh, as we all know, the uh, hot rod and street rod and car craft and rod and custom and all those took off like crazy. And 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 Don's really wasn't that big, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of people need to realize that he. I think Roger Huntington wrote for him, and and he, he had some pretty good guys writing for him. And maybe you could talk a little bit about Speed Age and and some of the things you've gotten. Sure. Yeah, like, um, so the Don O'Reilly collection came to us from an anonymous donor out in Oregon. He uh, he was getting up in years and realized that he wasn't going to have too much fun with the collection for for too much longer. He contacted us and myself and another librarian here flew out, and we loaded up a 54-foot tractor-trailer of Don O'Reilly's stuff. And, and it, when I say stuff, it really encompasses anything and everything. 
he, uh, Don O'Reilly was the founder of Speed Age magazine in 1949, and this was the first magazine dedicated to motor racing. Uh, prior to that, it was just sort of like tabloid uh, news newspapers. Um, so Don O'Reilly's collection that we have houses thousands of photographs from Speed Age magazine, lots of... Um, lots of, uh, what am I trying to say here, uh, press releases for from when Don O'Reilly was in NASCAR. Don mm-hmm. O'Reilly was NASCAR's first press secretary or marketing guru when NASCAR decided to become a legitimate organization. So there's lots of early NASCAR memorabilia, race programs, uh, bumper stickers, patches, some really neat items that I've seen have been early race entry forms. So Ned Jarrett, when he filled wow. out his race form, you know, there's his signature, and it describes who his sponsors were. Yeah. Uh, all written by him, um, uh, Lee Petty, uh, Dale Earnhardt's father, who unfortunately it's the names I can't think of Ralph. right now. Is that Ralph? Well, well, I have it. I have it in a box right downstairs. Okay. I know where it is. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, but, but that's the kind of stuff that. Yeah. Oh, there's also um, something that I thought was pretty cool is at Alabama. At the Alabama Motor Speedway, um, they had records of the tickets. As, so as people came through, they kept track of, you know, there were 30 people from, we'll say, Massachusetts. There were 600 people from Alabama. They broke it down like that. So wow. when, once we finally get this cataloged and really get our get our minds wrapped around what exactly is in this collection, anybody who's an early NASCAR fan, this is going to be a, a real treasure trove for them. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned, we got it back in April. Um, we've done a preliminary sort and have it in archival boxes now. But the next step is to go further with our, our catalog records and, and really, you know, go over with a fine-tooth comb so that we can tell you this specific item is in this specific box. So I'm not anticipating the collection being available to the public until maybe midsummer. Mm-hmm. But we are actively working on it, and it's like I said, any early race fan, uh, this is going to be a, a go-to source for you. Well, so it'll also you'll catalog it on uh, computerize it, I assume, as far as uh, reference. Yeah, the first step will be to put it in our online catalog, which will provide a description of the item and where to find it. Um, the next step, and this would be probably maybe a couple years down the road would be to actually digitize the piece and then share it. Wow. Well, the thing that that when you say you've got pictures of cars and races, cars today, race cars, uh, indie roadsters and things, and and even stock cars uh, have become so valuable and people want to authenticate it. Your pictures are going to be a tremendous help to anybody restoring a car. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, fortunately, many of the pictures aren't even identified, so we're going to need to get some experts in here to help us identify the pieces. Um, maybe we'll stumble on, like, the Holy Grail or, like, the Rosetta Stone so that we can identify <laughs> all of the pictures. <laughs> but that's well, definitely uh, a hurdle that we're facing. You better get a bunch of us old guys in there quick. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> we can yeah. set that up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, it sounds like fun. But that that's, that's incredible. And today... Yeah, I, I want, can I interrupt you a second? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Chris, what kind of use do you think that collection will draw? And, and, and overall, do you get 
ten phone calls a day, or a thousand, or ten thousand, or what? And and what will this? What will a collection like this draw as far as numbers go? Well, if we don't get the word about the collection out there, uh, we won't get any calls. So uh, one of our challenges will be to get the word out in the right publications. Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. You said right publications. Have, have, is this a bias against radio? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting the word out right now. You're yeah. right. Well, here's the other no, thing. No, I want him to yeah. answer that question. What, what, so you got the number, you got you get the information. What what do you anticipate as far as, uh, in, I don't want to use the word interest, but uh, calls? Yeah, it, um, that's a tough question to answer because our focus hasn't been exclusively on racing or even, uh, we do have some racing material here, but it's not um, it's not a main focus of our collection. So it will, I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that I see the day where two or three times a week we access, we use the collection. Right now, we we field about 2,500 requests a year, and uh, of those, maybe two percent are, are racing related. However, okay, so so 2,500. What could you handle? Because 2,500 on a on a five day work week is not really that. Uh, what is that? Uh, Figure it out. Give me a number on that quickly. Quickly, come on. Well, yeah. we'll look at it this way: forty hours. That's two thousand and eighty hours a year. Yeah, and so twenty five hundred calls. One call an hour, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, th- with with our current staff, I think we could easily handle. We could double the the, re- the amount of research requests that we okay. get. Why don't, why, why don't we make that the campaign of twenty seventeen? <laughs> 2,500, okay. 5,000 calls a year. Yeah. Hey, do you have docents that can handle some of this too? We have uh, right here at the library, it's myself and two other full-time employees. So uh, uh, we are the workhorses. And wow. We'll, and, and, uh, but like you I all said, are playing Atari. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, maybe we should, we should shave that number down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, your webcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an AACA member, and after the break... I want to talk about those and how people find out about them. So David's yep. going to have a break now, and, and we'll we'll be right back with you. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby, the first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind, Passport Transport your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. This is Skip Coriel, host of the Home Defense Show on America's Web Radio. Join me every week as we explore all aspects of home and family defense as we strive to defend the ones we love in an ever-changing and volatile world. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. 
That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. And we've got a infamous guest, or no, famous guest. Distinguished. Distinguished. Yes. Ex- better than extinguished <laughs> guest, Mr. Chris Ritter. He is the uh, numero uno of the AACA Library in Pennsylvania. And, Chris, it's been a delight having you on today. And appreciate uh, you giving us the time to come on America's Web Radio, even though you don't. Consider us the source of getting out to the phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to live that one down. The only, the only thing he's happy about is Steve's not here. And, and, yeah, and he asked to be on again. That's what I don't understand. Yeah, well, anyway, hey, well, we like we like cars, and we we want to we want the uh, hobby to grow. Um, let's talk about your webcast because I am embarrassed that. Uh, I have not been aware of them, and I apologize for that. Apparently, I have been perusing Speedster, the monthly newsletter and the magazine, and not absorbed as much as I should. So, Chris, the mic's yours. Okay. We started the the webcast a few months ago, and this was sort of a way, how could we get the latest news and information out to our fans? Um but in a less formal, kind of relaxed setting. So the three of us, myself, um, Mike, and Matt, we just came up with the idea, let's do a, a casual setup in the library where we sit around the table and talk about the latest and greatest. Uh, so most of the, the webcasts are about 10 minutes long, and they'll talk about upcoming events. Um, if we're ever doing a, a fundraising campaign, we do that. Uh, we've also tried to do an interview. We inter- interviewed my predecessor, who was in the job for 30 years, and one of the one of the main questions that we get here at the library is, what is Kim up to? What is Kim up to? So we had Kim in on our webcast, and we got to interview her about her early days here at the library, how the library evolved under her tenure, and then what she's doing after retirement. Um, we, we don't have an official name for it. I kind of like to call it the somewhat weekly webcast because we basically do it whenever we feel like doing it. Um, we're due for a new one. And uh, when they're available, we put a link up on our website, aacalibrary.org. Um, and you can also go to our YouTube page. If you just go to YouTube and search AACA Library, you'll see all of our videos, including the webcast. Yeah, that's that's great. And I can assure you that I am now going to pay attention. But the beautiful thing you just mentioned is your website, aacalibrary.org, and that, I'm sure, has all the latest information, but can you also get in there and answer questions? You can, when, when you access our website, you, there's a link for our online catalog, and I, I mentioned earlier, but our online catalog will give you the opportunity to read an item's description, see how long it is, see what the dimensions are, but it won't let you view an item digitally. Okay. Is there a link on there that says "As Heard on America's Web Radio"? <laughs> we, should, we should probably add that. 
Yeah, you're, you're right. We should probably add oh, that. Oh, boy. <laughs> In addition to the link for the online catalog, there's also a link for our research request form, and then you can ask us questions that come to us by email. Great. That, now, I, I would think that with the source material you've got there, the restoration shops in this country would be, you know, uh, utilizing you, or I sincerely hope they are, because, uh, you know, there's a lot of old guys like us that have cars and restoration shops right now, and we want to make sure it's done right. Sure. Yeah, every day we get questions, uh, whether it's help with a wiring diagram or, you know, how wide was the the pinstripe on a on a wheel, uh, you name it. Um, mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff that we handle here, and we, yeah. we get a kick out of it. Yeah. Just just on a side note, and uh, I think he probably still has it, but I saw a source material library on Duesenberg's. Uh, Randy Ema is probably the. Uh, prime authority on those and I, I have no idea what would happen to Randy's library but I would sincerely hope that it kind of ended up with you folks yeah well any way that you can spread the word to make that happen would be greatly yeah. appreciated yeah <laughs> yeah because that's uh, and when we were talking about uh, Mercer's last week and Ralph Buckley the restorer uh, and F- Fred Simeone has the gentleman at his at the museum in Philadelphia, the Simeon Foundation, and he was uh, Ralph's understudy. And I, I always wonder what happened to Ralph's Mercer Library collection because there's there's cars like that that there were so few, and they're so rare, and I'm sure it's limited resource material. Yeah. Chris, I call up and I ask a question about a wire harness or whatever and whatever. Um, so you give me back is it is it all documented and and you send me a email with that documentation or or what happens uh i know it's not just chris ritter's opinion it's <laughs> of, of it's, how the wire harness <clears throat> is supposed to hook up or whatever yeah i can assure you and comfort you that it is never chris ritter's opinion <laughs> <laughs> it's always it's always backed up by something uh we'll, we'll give you a copy of the item that you need, and then usually the front cover of of the source that we got it from. Um, then we can we can send it to you electronically. We can send things to you um, as photocopies as well. As as picky as as the the real cream kid is your your buddy, Mister Ronaldo. Um, when he's judging, and how to if I ask for that wire harness or something, whatever it happens to be. And I'm and I take my car to a show and and Ronaldo's judging this wire harness or all of the parts within. Does it help to have your documentation with me and and be able to say, well, I did it as per this this and this publication and so forth back in 1918 or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in AACA judging, uh, documentate the. The owner's responsibility to provide documentation if a judge has a question. Yes. So yeah. it's, it's very smart if you're if you're taking your car to be judged to have a whether it's a little notebook or a, a full three ring binder filled with any and every uh, 
question or condition about your car. You know, if you have a, a quirk about your car or maybe an unusual accessory, it's probably a smart move to have an accessory catalog in your binder so that if, if a judge does question it, you have right yeah. at the flip of your fingertips uh, documentation. And it's all right to back that up if I give out your home telephone number to, to take this putting off? Boy, are you being led down the path today, Chris? Yeah. Well, I, I get a kick out of helping people, so, yeah, if that's what it, if that's uh, what it takes, now, hand that right out. <laughs> now, now, a library aside, uh, do you have an antique car? Yeah, I have a 1937 Buick that I've been working on. I wow. got it uh, five years ago, and I finally got it running. Uh, this past summer, I did all the the work myself, so I was really nervous the first time I started that engine up. I wasn't sure if I was going to hear a very expensive sound. <laughs> I, I heard a beautiful sound, and beautiful. Uh, right now I'm just in the in the testing phase of yeah. that car. I live next to an old grass airfield, so I'm able to drive up and down the runway. Wow! Instead of, instead of risking it on the road, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. neat. Yeah, uh, it's uh, hey. If I lived in the Harrisburg area, I would want to come in there and sweep the floors for you. Because <laughs> oh, you know, you could just you know, the next time you're up here, if you want to spend a few days, a nice vacation up in Hershey, come on up. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. B- believe me. Uh, and in fact, we might do a remote someday. From yeah, I would library. love to. I was just thinking about that. If yeah. I can ever get some help in here, it would be neat to do a, a yeah. show from the well, library. We, well, yeah, we, we've got our girlfriend, Mrs. Swigert, that wants us to come up too and visit her museum. And great. Yeah, but yeah. everybody always says, "But not Steve." I don't. Yeah. Do you? Not, I can't. No. Hey, we did interview Kim. We had Kim on the air. Uh, oh, probably about six months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We had a nice visit with her. She's up there in uh, Minnesota, I guess it is, if I remember rightly. So. Yeah, she's getting ready for the winter. Yeah. Well, it, it's neat that you're. How do I put it? Uh, bringing the library into the 21st century. You've got uh, uh, film, and I, apparently you have been very successful in uh, scanning video. Yeah, built yeah. your own machine. I neglected to mention that we couldn't yeah. afford a two hundred thousand dollar commercial scanner, so we we built with our bare hands um, a an open source film scanner called the Kinograph. Wow! And we we raised funds locally here, and we also did an Indiegogo campaign, and we pulled in over eleven thousand five hundred dollars. So uh, we're really proud of the machine that we have. If you go to our website, there's a link to to the films that we've scanned um, already. Once we have all of our 300 films completely digitized, we're going to share those on YouTube. So Beautiful. No fee. You can just go onto YouTube and kill an afternoon or a few days just watching all the videos. Chris, uh, I want to thank you for being on the Classic Car Show today and taking the abuse from uh, Jim Weber that you've taken, and we certainly (laughs) appreciate it. And if you'll be so kind to come back, I can arrange it where Jim and Steve, neither one are here. Um, (laughs) Chris, you're the best. Thank you for spreading the word. Okay. Thank you again. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.